Good day, everyone. Welcome to the daily podcast broadcast. I hope everyone is in high spirits today. Hope this message greets and greets you with divine timing. So um, if you have any topics that you'd like me to cover, please let me know what those topics are. Send me a text or direct message on Instagram or Twitter at Agent K21 or at Agent K21 Podcast on Instagram. If you'd like a shout out or a feature, please holla at me. Holla at your girl. Uh, yeah, today is an interesting day, to say the least. Uh, today is interesting, to say the least. You know, my philosophies always go with the redirect. Go with the flow, go with the redirect. And uh, yeah, you know, today I was going to talk about um, talk about a topic that I think we all know of and know a lot of, but we have very little experience with, and that is love. What it is and how do we give it to ourselves and to others? Well, you can't give what you don't have. So if you don't have mastery of self-love, you're giving from an empty source. Mastery of self-love is essential for love of anything else. Um, But there are many ways to get to it. So before I jump right into topic, I'm going to say, how's everyone's day? Everyone take a deep breath. We let it out. Okay, it's all right. Wherever you are, wherever this is meeting you and greeting you, you are just fine and right where you need to be. Um, So the topic is love versus lust. Now, before I even get into it, I want to say there is no judgment, there's no shame, there's no condemnation, there's none of that on this channel. So if you want, you can, if you want to do that, you can take that somewhere else. Go ahead and hang up your judgments at the door because uh, this is a safe place and we're talking about whatever we want to talk about here. And so I'm going to trust my reroute because everything has been hijacked and everything has been uh, interesting today to say the least. But we got to keep the show going. We got to keep it moving. And um, anytime you're test beyond what you think is your limits, keep going. Go further. Show and prove yourself wrong. Remind yourself that you got this. You can do this. You got this. You were made for this. Let me say this. Whatever life throws at you, whatever life gives you, you know the saying, if life gives you lemons, make lemon juice. You know that saying. Well, I'm just going to say, you were chosen for this life for a reason. You were strong enough for it, and there's nothing you can go through that you're not capable of getting through. And so we're going to talk about love today. Love versus lust. Now, I mentioned on my episode of Sexual Healing, I mentioned um, lust is a lack state. That is a divided state. No one comes into the world lusting, no matter how much we think people are born with just lust in their hearts. No one comes into this world of lust because lust is a lack mindset. Now, of course, these are just my opinions. I'm just throwing this out here. I think that there's, there seems to be this, uh, this perception that if you love something, that it loses its value somehow. That, you know, as far as relationships go, that it loses its spark, it loses its stamina, it loses its finesse. That's so not true. 
if anything, love actually is the bridge to, uh, I think that we think, at least for myself, sometimes you can think, oh, this, this lust is so, you know, you got the sparks, you got the energy, you got this going for you, but it's from a lack state. So what do you get from lack besides more lack? So if you're in a lust state with, with anything or anyone, it is a, it is a self-centered state. And you don't really get anything from that. All you do is take and take more energy from yourself in that state. And um, I think that some of us can run from love because we think that it's going to be, it's going to lose the spark. It's going to lose the energy. It's going to lose the passion. But that's the opposite. Now, I think a lot of us don't really know what love is and don't really know how to give love because we've never seen love. We don't know what it is. It's very foreign to us, so we have these illusions of what love is. We have the media painting a picture of what we think love should be, but it's not really, none of those are really good, accurate descriptions of what love actually is. And so um, I want to start by reading this, this quote that I saw recently, because I think that we can get our wires crossed and just have such Uh, painted illusions and painted these negative realities of what love is. So we're going to talk about what love is not. And um, I saw this quote and I want to read it because there there are genuinely good people, loving people who can feel like why love anymore. But that, let me just encourage you and say, never stop loving. Love is the greatest of all. So never stop loving. So I'm going to read this quote to you. It says, sometimes we give love to the wrong person and we sit there and wonder, how could I have given love to that person? They don't even deserve it or what a waste of time. But the thing is, you shouldn't think about it that way. You should think of the fact that you were able to give love because if you were able to give, that means you have it inside of you. It's the same thing with kindness, with honesty, with your ability to care about people. Don't focus on the way that people abuse that. Focus on the way that you have it within you and that it makes you who you are. It makes you a beautiful person and a beautiful human being. So, you know the song, What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Yeah, that one. Love will never hurt you, for one. People who don't know how to love will hurt you. But it comes from a fear of not... Um, knowing how to love ourselves, that we even feel that we could be misused or abused. All we have to focus on is the love and cultivate the love that we have for ourselves. And true love will be guided towards us. And, um, you know, I can go into a whole podcast about relationships and attachment theory and uh, dysfunctional relationships and et cetera, et cetera. But that's not what this one is about right now. This one is just about pure love. What it is, the difference between love and lust. So love is a state of abundance. Love abounds. Love is always present. Lust is a state of lack. It is always lacking. Therefore, it is always taking. It always takes. It never gives. Love gives. Love is the kingdom principle of what we all are. We all come from love. 
There's a quote, and now for me, God and love are interchangeable. God is love. Love is God. So if you go back to yesterday's episode about connection, when you connect to your higher self, you're able to give and receive love because you've given and received it to yourself and you've received it and got it from the source. So a lot of us are deficient when it comes to how to properly love because we've taken what other people have given us as love and defined it as love instead of what we've given to ourselves to define as love. And then we get our wires crossed because there are so many people who don't know how to love and there are so many people with self-hate that we confuse that to be love. And then we get in relationships that confuse us more about what we think love is. And then we're raised by parents and societies and caregivers that don't really reflect what true love is. So I'm going to read something now. And this is my personal definition of what love is. This is the only way that I know how to love. And this is what I give to myself and to anyone that comes into my encounter. And so when I read things, I like to read them in three different ways. So I'm going to read it first how it is. I'm going to read it how I view the higher self. And then I'm going to read it how I'd like it to be and how it is for me. So what is love? Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. And that's one way of reading it. Now I've said before, God is love. So I use love and God interchangeably. So here's how it sounds when you connect to the source, connect to the universe. Now you can use this to interchange with whatever word you like to use, God, source, However, whatever religion or whatever spiritual connection you have, you can always replace any word and replace it with the word that is more valuable to you. God is patient and kind. God is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. God does not demand its own way. God does, is not irritable and keeps no record of being wronged. God does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. God never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Now, the last way I'm going to read it is the way that I perceive it for myself, the way that I want to be, and the way that I choose to live. I am patient and kind. I am not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. I do not demand my own way. I am not irritable and I keep no record of being wronged. I do not rejoice about injustice, but I rejoice whenever the truth wins out. I never give up. I never lose faith. I am always hopeful, and I endure through every circumstance. And that's something I like to do with anything. You can take anything, because words are power. I can do a whole episode on how powerful words are. So you choose your words wisely and choose to integrate and use words that feel uh, like a vibrational match for you. Words that feel good for you. So some of you know what that was. Um, That actually comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 4. Um, Now, like I said, it's not really about religion, but it's about 
what definitions I've chosen. Now, if there's a little bit of an echo, I'm sitting in a room right now with no furniture, so that's probably what you hear. If you hear an echo, that's what that is. So that is my personal definition of what I think of love because that is the only thing that I feel I can outpour my source of love from is when I think of love, I think of that. And when I read that, I don't hear pain in that. So whenever I get hurt from thinking I've loved too much or thinking that someone has wronged me in love, I think about that, that, um, that passage because nothing about that is painful. So any pain I receive in attempting to love, it's either a lack thereof on my part or it's something going on with the other party. So let's get it out of our mind that love is painful, love is this, love is that. That's not love. It's people that don't know how to love themselves and others that cause us to feel that way. But we don't have to feel that way. We can choose another way of looking at it. And so... um, Like I've said before, lust is lack, it's self-natured, it's, you know, it's basically a foundation of, of nothingness. Love is a foundation of abundance. And so when you want to build your home or you want to build a sturdy foundation, start with the self first, because out of that pours everything. So... If you're having a hard time with giving and receiving love, there's probably been some emotional neglect and there's probably been some trauma and there's probably some brokenness around love and instability around love. And so we only give, we can only receive what we give. We get what we give. And so the more that we give and pour into our own cup so that our own cup overflows, then we can allow the, the overflow to wash onto the other shores that are in the other cups that may be waiting. So I went to the web because I was like, you know what? I have my own opinions on this, but let me go to the web also to see the opinions on love versus lust, which is hilarious. Um, one thing I want to say also is that there is a fine difference between fantasizing about someone that you love and lusting over someone because I think that a lot of times we think that well if we love them we won't fantasize about them that's couldn't be further from the truth there's a difference when you love someone and you have their highest you have their best interests at heart and you fantasize about them there's first of all there's nothing wrong with any of this for for one Secondly, um, I forgot to put my phone on Do Not Disturb and got a phone call just now, so it ended the recording. But secondly is that I think that fantasizing and um, adoring your partner, your person, is healthy and is keeps the spark, if you will, in any relationship. So if you're feeling bad about being attracted or fantasizing about someone that you actually are with, or someone that you have a connection to, um, relieve yourself from that, literally and figuratively. Relieve yourself from that because uh, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that because 
when you really love someone, you want their best interest at heart. So fantasizing about them is not done in, in an objectifying way. Fantasizing about them is actually beneficial to them as much as it's beneficial to you. And I think that a lot of times we think, oh dear, am I lusting over this person? No, not really. Because lust is someone, lusting over someone is someone that you don't even have. Lust comes from a want state. I want this, but I don't actually have it. You know what I mean? You're just wanting that. You're just daydreaming and, and reminiscing even if about that, but you're not really having it. But when you actually have something, how is it wrong to own it? It's not. So if you have something or have someone and you find yourself daydreaming, fantasizing, whatever about it, it's okay because you have it. It's not like you're wanting something that you don't have. You already have this thing. So any way to look at it is ownership. You're just saying, look, I am proud of what I have and I'm going to nurture it and replenish it by dreaming of it. Not even dreaming of it in a way that it's not yours. It's like, it's not even a dream. It's a reality. So yeah, um, I think that some couples can feel feel in fear um, romanticizing their partner. There's nothing wrong with that. If you have a connection with someone and you love someone and you find yourself um, having quote-unquote dirty thoughts, are they really dirty? Are they? Because if you told that person those thoughts, wouldn't they be excited to know that? Versus this person you're crushing over, this person that doesn't even know you, and you tell them that, they're going to be like, oh, snap, stalker alert. They're not going to feel loved by that. And I think that's the difference is, you know, it's all about the intent. It's all about the feeling base behind it. So if you find yourself in a marriage or in a relationship or any type of partnership dynamic, and you feel bad for being attracted or bad for daydreaming about them, it's okay to say, you know what, Um, I'm not doing anything wrong. This person knows how I feel about them. We have a mutual connection, et cetera, et cetera. It's actually healthy, you know, it's healthy because that's why people, that's why sometimes it can happen where people just get so bored. You shouldn't be bored for one. (laughs) If you're bored, that's, uh, an indication that something needs to happen. So love, I don't think is boring at all. It's actually more exciting than than a lust-based connection because it's actually exciting to know that you're being cared for. It's actually exciting to know that not only are you being cared for, but you're also being on a taken on, literally some, some of us are taking on a ride for our life, you know, that's, you're on this adventure with this person. And so, if love is boring or stale, that we find ourselves needing to lust after someone else, that's kind of a red flag that, hey, the engine light should be going off here and saying that if I need to lust after someone, there's a lack thereof within myself. All right, so I'm going to read this definition from the web. This comes from HuffPost.com about uh, love versus lust. So let's see what the web has to say. Thanks, Siri. All right, love is about an emotional connection. Lust is about a physical connection. 
Love takes time. Lust is impulsive. Love goes deeper. Lust skims the surface. Love is steady and slow. Lust is short and sudden. Love increases with time. Lust decreases with time. Love is about them. Lust is about you. So if you're listening, anyone who's listening, I want everyone to know that I have an outpouring of love for everyone because love does not have to be romantic. Love does not have to be anything other than what it is, which is purely energy, pure goodness, wholesome energy. So, um, yeah, I love my strangers just as much as I love my neighbors, just as much as I love my friends and my family. And it has different forms, of course, but it's all still consistent. It's still consistent with, it's about taking someone else's best interests. Now, Teal Swan has her way of saying that love is about taking the other person as yourself. Now, when we take someone as ourself, if we don't have a good self-concept, that's not really going to do as well. But when we have loved ourselves fully, completely, authentically, and honestly, we can love others to that same level of degree. And so um, when you love something, you take it as part of yourself. Now, that can be a scary thought for people who, do, who have a lot of self-hatred. And why would you want someone to take them as part of yourself if you haven't even taken yourself as part of yourself? But for those of us who have chosen to take ourselves as part of ourselves and to really look out for our own best interests, that's how you know someone can really love. It's because they have shown that they can really love themselves. They have taken their own best interests, regardless of anyone else, regardless of uh, fears of connection and abandonment and all that other stuff. Above all else, have you taken yourself into accountability? Have you taken yourself as the main priority in your life? Because if you have not, that is a key for destruction. So when you see someone who gives and gives and gives of themselves and they're like, but I just love everybody. Yeah, I love everybody. That's not really healthy. And that can be a sign of someone who doesn't really love themselves. Giving is not, I don't know if you remember what I just read about love, but it never said anything about giving. The only thing it does give is not up. It doesn't give up. So that's the only thing you got to do is don't give up on yourself. Don't give up on anything else. But it comes from the deep well of self-love to love anything and anyone else. And so, um, yeah, I just want to say be encouraged if you find yourself in those patterns of giving to others or self-sacrificing for others or doing anything that goes against yourself. Really question and say, do I love myself? Do I truly, really, purely, have I given what I keep trying to give away to myself? And if the answer is no, be honest with yourself and then be kind to yourself because that's not your fault. You probably learned that along the way that that's what love was. But anyone that doesn't love themselves is not really capable of loving anyone else. And so we might think that we're just so loving and people are so abusive to to us, but that's not really the case because if you love yourself, you're not going to let yourself be abused. And when I say that, I don't mean that you get yourself in a situation and you beat yourself up about it. What I mean is when you've loved yourself, you're going to say, you know what, is this kind to myself? 
Would I be entertaining this? Would I be in this situation? And you might think, yes, because I just love this person so much, I'm going to self-sacrifice. But what are you sacrificing besides yourself? So if you find yourself in these patterns, you got to be kind to yourself, for, for one. Because this is what you thought love was, and this is what has been taught to you, and this is what has been programmed to you. So it takes a while to get out of a program. It takes a while to get out of a dismantle a belief. So it's okay to be wherever you are. If you find yourself throwing the phone or throwing this, turning this off or whatever, that's okay. We're, we're going to be triggered in our healing process. But true, authentic love comes from the well of self. And then from that, you're able to pour out to others. But if you find yourself continually being the butt of a joke or being misused or played or cheated on, you don't have to say, you don't have to look so deeply and be so mad at yourself and say, why did I attract this to myself? Take it for the lesson that it is. You did nothing wrong in that situation. You didn't deserve that kind of treatment. But now that you know, what are you going to do about it? Now that you know, are you going to pay attention to the red flags when they show up? Well, now that you know, are you going to put yourself first and foremost? Now that you know, are you going to choose health and wellness over connection and um, satisfaction? That is the question for yourself. So be kind to yourself in this process and know that all of us have gone through some shape or form of having to learn these lessons. And they might be different from yours. They, they naturally will be. Honor your own path, honor your own process, but know that no matter what other people have done to you, if you're able to love anyone else, that that is a gift. And it might feel like you want to lock that gift up after it's been taken advantage of or misused or however. But don't look at it that way because you have a, such a light in you and you have such a gift that locking it away would keep others from it as well. And because other people didn't misuse it, there are going to be people who will actually need, not only need that, because that's such a <laughs> one, I mean, that's such a one-sided way, but there are so many people who are going to actually appreciate that you have such a big heart and that you're such a genuine person. And so with that, keep yourself open. Allow yourself to let the energy of love flow to you and flow through you. And I know it's difficult after you have been through just such treatment. And it's easy and it's difficult. It's easy to blame yourself and it's also difficult to blame yourself. The blame belongs to no one. The lesson belongs to everyone. So take this as a lesson learned. Take this as an, a moment to say, you know what? I might have been burned or I might have been used or I might have X, Y, or Z. But that doesn't define me. What does is how I choose to live my life from here on out. And if you lock away the love that's inside of you because of what other people have done to you, you let them win. You let them win. And it takes a whole lot of forgiveness of self and others to get to the place where you can open yourself back up. But I see so many people hurting from malabusive relationships, emotionally neglectful relationships, one-sided relationships, and it's so difficult to get back out there. 
And, you know, people ask me, how do you keep loving? How do you keep doing it? And the, the honest answer is I keep going back to myself. I keep giving to myself. If I have been hurt, I don't focus on the pain. I focus on the lesson. I focus on the growth. I focus on the healing. And it's not easy, but it's so worth it. And people are just like, but you're such a genuine person. How do you be just such a genuine person? I don't know. I really don't know. That's just my nature. But I learn I don't just get out the ring and go back in for more. I get out the ring and I, I, uh, you know, when you see the boxer outside the ring, what is he doing? He's drinking water. He's getting his muscles massaged. He's getting ready to go back, but not for the same type of fight because now you have different tools. And so if you find yourself um, really having a hard time with love and relationships, etc., even if you're in a relationship, self-love and self-worth is so important even in that relationship, because relationships are not the end-all, be-all. And the most important relationship you're in and always will be in is the one to yourself. And so nurture that. And I think a lot of people get so lost, myself included. I get so lost in, in, in other things. And it's like, why? <laughs> it's like, it's not even just why. It's like, how? How, why, when, where, what? And you got to get back to filling your own cup. And so I leave this with you that love is the greatest of all. Perfect love casts out all fear. So there's no reason to fear to give your love or to fear being loved. You're worth it and you're so valuable to this world. So keep your head up, keep your chin up and uh, roll with the punches, roll with the rolling that blunt I don't know you got it just do it and um yeah we out here I hope everyone has a great rest of your day and until next time